0: hey 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 who fans and welcome to the big blue box podcast my name's gary
1: my name's adam and
0: welcome to episode 361 (laughs) yes back Magoo fans, to another episode. This is 361. I hope you are keeping well and safe. We hope you're having a cracking week and that you've all managed to do something, Doctor. Doctor Who. Who. Related.
1: Really Related. Beat I you again. He tries to catch me
0: out. Beat you <laughs> again. <laughs> we are back. Yes, apologies for last week, dear listener, dear Who fan. It's just one of those busy ones. We're in a bit of a a bit of a strange flux within the uh, within our podcast recording at the minute, because we didn't have a show last week, because we were busy with work. Well, I was very busy with work. Some stuff came up, so we couldn't find time to record. Uh, so we're back this week, but um, yeah, actually, yeah, might as well sh- dive straight into this. The We're not going to be able to record for the next couple of weeks because we're on vacay and doing work travel stuff, so we're not going to be around. So there's not really... Those of you that have listened to our show for the last... I don't know three or four years or however long you'll know anyway we normally take a couple of weeks off anyway over the summer so it's not uh, too different for us anyway but yeah um, yeah so I'm on vacay next week and then a week after that I'm in the US with some work travel Adam's off to the US for a few weeks and doing bits and bobs his partner's there for work so we're doing some work stuff as well so we're we're not around essentially so the next couple of weeks we'll try and sort something out so we can get recording again after that but who knows
1: Mm. It's it's just not hot enough here. We thought we need to go to America. It's so it's so hot here, guys. In the UK, it's, it's unusually warm. But uh, yeah, me and Gaz are off to the US. And bizarrely, this is totally unplanned. Uh, it's just as Gary likes to say, and I love it when Gary says this because I, I love the saying. Uh, the stars have aligned, and we are bizarrely going to both be out uh, in Texas at the same time. Now we're whether we'll actually get to meet in person, we don't know, because it's um, it's Gary's out there for work, and uh, I'm going to be sort of travelling around because my partner's out there for work. So it's a the next couple of weeks a uh, crazy time for us, and unfortunately, it will affect the podcast. But yeah, there is potential that we'll meet up and even if it's for an hour in texas and i don't know it might not happen but we'll both be out in texas or around that way or dallas and i say texas dallas
0: yes um, dallas yeah so that'd yeah. be cool yeah we might do a little if we manage to meet up we might do a little instagram little live five minute message that to would be cool say yeah. hello to you guys yeah but yeah totally unplanned as usual which is going to be cool and you're right yeah we not not quite content with the Thirty plus degrees heat we've got here. We thought we'd go to a place that's forty plus, and <laughs> yeah, so yeah, that's going to be fun. But so yeah, that's just a heads up for you guys. We're going to be away for the next couple of weeks at least, and then after that, we we should sort something out so that we can we can get back on the schedule. So later on in this episode, we've got our review of Miracle Day, and it's um we're still going through the old the old series, getting through them, and it's going to be episode. I think this is episode six. I think. Uh, the middlemen. So that's the going to middlemen, yeah. That's going to be a good one. And uh, before it won't be long we're on to it actually, because it's been a real quiet week for us. Um, we, we, neither of us have done anything really Doctor Who related. Uh, I know you've been prepping and getting ready for your travels, dude. Mm. Um, coming up, and uh, although Adam has got a couple of videos in the pipeline, he was telling me about one earlier, uh, which is going to be cool. So I'm not going to spoil what that is, but uh, keep an eye on the old Geeks Handbag YouTube channel because mm. uh, we've got some of that uh, dropping. But well, a couple of things I did want to mention. Are you looking forward to the the pandemonium and mayhem that's about to ensue with people hunting down these announced B&M sets, dude?
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, do you know what? I? Because obviously I'm going to be away when they get released, and I, I'm going to be completely honest, mate. Normally I'd be quite upset about that. Normally it would be like, oh, no, because you know how hard they are to get. Normally you've got to be in the shop. You know, you're lucky if you can find them in a and m because they get uh, scalped up. Um, but after last time, anyone who's watched my video of my b- the last b quest, I was so depressed and <laughs> angry after the last time uh, of not being able to find these sets. I really, even if I was here, I, I'm just not putting myself through that anymore. I'm literally not. Um, I don't think the sets this time around are that great anyway. Uh, I like the Dalek sets, they look cool, but um, I'm not, yeah, I'm not bothered. I'm going to be away and they'll probably <laughs> all get snapped up. But I've kind of, the fun has been taken out of it for me by the, you know, how hard they are to get, how how much they end up for on eBay and just the whole just the whole thing of going to B&M. It's just such a miserable experience that, um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the, no, there's okay. a TARDIS set coming out or supposedly coming out. Before the end of the year, I mean, that's the sort of thing that I just wouldn't be able to resist i I will definitely try and get that, but these sets they've just announced, I don't think yeah, I would like to get them, but I'm not going to put myself through it, and I won't be here anyway so um, yeah, I mean, yeah I don't know i i I've asked a couple of people to look out for them for me. I said, if you find them, get get me one, I'll give you the money. Um, so yeah, I still like to get them, but I'm, not, I'm not going through that misery again. Never again. Anyone who's watched my <laughs> video, just go and have a look. It nearly broke me. Never again am I going through that to try and get these a toy. It's just not happening.
0: <laughs> Sorry, oh, really, And you yeah. don't
1: collect them anyway, so you you definitely won't be.
0: Oh no, no. I just uh, get them. I just sit back and observe the the absolute chaos that goes down on on Twitter with everybody <laughs> either saying Yay, I've got one! Or No, it's bloody annoying. I didn't get one. Or somebody saying, "Yeah, well, I've got eleven of them, so check my e- my eBay account." You know, you you'll, know you'll pay double, but there we go. Do
1: you know the um the the Dalek set? I forget which one it is. Uh, I think it's Planet or Death. To Die, I don't know. The silver Dalek set that's supposedly coming out is already somebody's already got an eBay listing, a pre-order for it for seventy-five pounds plus five pound postage. I mean, oh <laughs> How are they? How is it already on eBay? It hasn't come out yet. <laughs> I mean, I just—they're that confident that they're gonna get it, or maybe they're a B. I'm, I'm not saying they are, but maybe they're a B&M employee and they think, "Oh, sorry, right, I'll grab Ooh. a load of those when they come in. They I won't idea. get on the shelf. I'll just get them straight on eBay." I don't know. That they, they need to just, yeah, pff, give them to FP, get them online, and and everyone will just be happy.
0: It's weird, isn't it? Yeah, you and I are still a bit, yeah, a bit. uh, Confused as to the whole the, the, the exclusivity deal with B and M. It just seemed like a random, weird place to to mind you. Having said that, they've got a, some stores have got an okay toy aisle, I suppose, with all that stuff. So I don't know, but yeah, it's just weird. Just give them to FP, whatever.
1: Well, I easier. hate my local. I don't know what yours is like. <laughs> I, I when I go into my local B and M, I, I lose the will to live. It is it is like hell on earth. It's screaming kids and people. Just oh, just crowded aisles. They You can never get out as well. They don't have an aisle where you can actually get out if you just want to browse. <laughs> so you always have to sort of push past the queue to get out the blimming shop. I hate it. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm, right. not, I'm not. Yeah. in. Although I'm going to be sort of sad to miss out on getting sets uh, if I do miss out on getting them, um, I shan't miss the misery of having to keep going back and forth trying to find them this yeah. time round anyway. Yeah. yeah, when that TARDIS comes out, I expect I'll put myself through it, but... Yeah, I don't know. Maybe some friends will pick me some up. That'd be cool, but not too bored.
0: No, I Yeah, I had a, a, an annoying but at the same time amusing tweet from from our uh, our buddy Rob at the Doctor Who show. Oh, yeah. And he says, yeah, it's that time where uh, UK Twitter people are all angsty that somebody bought a thousand um, and that their <laughs> store has none. Meanwhile, the same sets will land in Australia, pop culture stores um, with no exclusivity here. And we'll just buy them at our leisure. It's a yeah, which is story. how it should be. <laughs> nice one, Rob. That makes us feel loads better. Yeah, thank you. But <laughs> that is annoying yeah. in the UK. This uh, this B and M thing. But alas, you know, if you if you want them that bad, then you'll you'll go through the circus and through the hoops to get them. I guess. But mm. yeah, it's all good. Um, uh, the other thing was uh, remember the name that always gets thrown in the hat when. There's a new Doctor about to be announced. Remember, we get a million names and the bookies go nuts with it and stuff. There's one yeah. dude, isn't there, that's referenced every single time. What's his name? Chris? Uh, Chris Marshall. Chris Marshall, yeah. He's finally broke the silence on that stuff. You know, every single okay, time. He? Yeah, every All single right, yeah. time Chris Marshall's name comes up and he goes to the top of the list for a while and then he disappears and he's back again. That's Somebody it. quizzed him. He was on TV doing an interview about something, another random TV show. I can't remember, but... And uh, they asked him about this Doctor Who thing. It's like, so are you ever going to be Doctor Who? Have you spoken to the BBC about it? Of You know, because your name is always there and you're always the front runner for a while to be the next Doctor. Mm. And he's, uh, he basically said, and this is, I think this, this crippled a lot of people because he basically turned around and said, absolutely no. And on top of that, I've never seen an episode of Doctor Who. What? So I have no idea what you're all talking about. He said, I get it all the time. I said, people ask me about TARDIS this and Cybermen that and all the rest of it. And he said, I have no clue what you're all talking about. He said, so not only have I never been, you know, approached by the BBC or spoken to anybody about being the doctor, he said, I wouldn't know what to do, even if I was offered it anyway. So I think that should put it all to bed. So the next time, so whenever... Um uh is thinking of leaving and you know, we have our next doctor. Just don't bother with, with Chris Marshall. He he's just <laughs> not he's not into it clearly. So let's put that one to bed.
1: That's yeah. hilarious. I didn't know that. God, how could he have never seen an episode? Surely. Um I actually with, think he wouldn't mm. be a bad doctor, actually, I must admit. I think he'd be quite good, but um well, I don't know if he's not seen the show, but mind you, Jodie hadn't really seen it, had she? Uh, and
0: when she did go, no, oh, she well maybe she'd seen, seen, seen it but she yeah.
1: didn't want to she didn't sort of go back and watch old stuff. She wanted to sort of do her own thing, didn't she? So.
0: Mm. She wasn't like it's David Tennant level of of fan fandom, no. you know, but there we go. So Chris Marshall, forget about that dude, uh, <laughs> unless it's a huge, massive red herring and he absolutely has watched all of it and, um, and has auditioned for it and they've said you narrowly missed out, so you'll probably get it next time. It's just a bit of a ruse, who knows, but yeah, let's put it to bed.
1: I love how he always gets um, put out there, though. Every time it's quite—it's become quite funny now, because it, it was all just because he, some newspaper picked up on the fact that he left um, one show at the time that the next doctor was being <laughs> going to be announced. Or something. So somebody put two and five together, didn't they? Connecting him because he's like, "Hang on a minute, <laughs> we're getting a new doctor, and Chris Marshall's just leaving." Was it Death in Paradise or something? Oh, it must be him because why would he leave that fantastic show? <laughs> and you know, so somebody put two and five together, and it's been Chris Marshall ever since every time, which is quite funny. I bet he's like, if if that is true, I bet he's really bemused by it. But he, I bet he's just like,
0: what's going on? <laughs> like, how did this happen? <laughs> yeah, I bet he's sick of it as well. Every time it yeah. comes around, is people asking him, he's like, no, no. I th- I don't if think I ever- he's ever gone out in a, an interview before, and. And you know, categorically said no. I think this is the first time he's tried to, you know, lay, you know, put it to bed a little bit. But he must be sick of it though. Every time,
1: <laughs> if if I ever see him again, I'll be like, "Oi, Chris, knock, knock." Yeah. Doctor, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> oh, oh, God, yeah. Do you know, actually, that rises <laughs> when he was first announced. I wanted him to be the doctor for the for one reason, and one reason only is that I've got a photo with him from years ago. And I was like, Oh, if he is the doctor, I can post my picture with him because I've already met him. Um, but uh, yeah, he never was. And actually, it's kind of a blessing because it's so it was so long ago that I met him. It, I look awful in the photo. I look like a BG. I've sort of got <laughs> I think I met him, I don't know, it must have been in the summer and I, I met him sort of at the stage door after seeing him in a play and I've sort of got my shirt wide open with my chest out. And I said oh, I don't know I look like I'm in the Barbados or something. It's, <laughs> it's a terrible picture. So it's probably a blessing that um <laughs> I didn't post it. But yeah, but it's there just in case <laughs> he ever does get announced as the doctor. I've got that picture ready. You've got <laughs> it
0: done and ready to go. <laughs>
1: the chris marshall bg photo yeah
0: yeah nice <laughs> ah so that's like the uh, there's no news obviously to go through in the world of doctor who at the minute it's back to being very quiet in the run-up to um one up to stuff so i've seen a, loads of things on twitter with uh, people freaking out um that the jodie era is coming to an end and they're annoyed that you Know there's no marketing to ramp up her final episode, and you know, you know, all the usual stuff, so that's all going on. I'm not going to talk about that, but yeah, you know, there's no um, there's no official news other than these little bits and bobs. So, uh, without further ado, we'll crack on with our review. Before we get to that, though, make sure you are. Uh, following or subscribing to our podcast in your preferred podcast app that way you won't miss an episode when it lands every single friday um you can also listen to us on our website for free just head over to at bigblueboxpodcast.co.uk they're all there all the way back to episode number one they're so going give them go and give them a listen we're on the socials too instagram twitter and facebook there are links on the website we chat doctor who throughout the week so get involved there and we have a free discord server with lots of other cool who fans to jump in there And chat, Doctor Who, there's a link on the website as well. And we have some really cool reviews and articles that are are trickling out every single week. Um, Our really cool writing team, they put out very cool reviews. We've got some really good big finish reviews that went out recently um, Mm. from the team. So they're on the website as well, so check those out. And don't forget to remember to go (laughs) and watch all of Adam's YouTube stuffs. It's it's of course the Geek's Handbag. Geek's
1: Handbag, yes. And I've been working very hard on a video that should be out the day you're listening to this podcast all being well which uh, i'm very yeah well it will be i'll make sure it is <laughs> whether it's finished or not hmm. you might just be watching it and it cuts off halfway through but it, one way <laughs> or another because i won't have time to do it once i go to the states so it's it's uh, yeah it's got to be out before i go so enjoy that video
0: nice good times
1: and it's a good one i won't say what it is but it's a good one
0: yeah and as, as always um just grab a drink in this weather grab a nice iced tea iced coffee some squash, whatever, get comfy. Hours and hours worth of great videos from from Adam on his YouTube channel. He's on the socials too, under the same name, the Geeks Handbag. So give him a like and a follow my little all chat, Doctor Who.
1: Now, and I don't know if you oh. noticed, but you pointed out that I, in my old videos, I used to pull silly things out the bag. You did. And I thought, yeah. yeah, that's true. I haven't done that for a while. So I actually did it in the last video I put out. I don't know if you saw it, with my vinyl... Uh, release i pulled something silly out of the bag just especially for you gary i thought yeah i must must do something silly let <laughs> see if gary knows oh, so yeah dude. i might make that a regular thing again i quite enjoyed doing that
0: yeah because that's the whole that's yeah. the whole visual thing of the geeks handbag you're the putting geeks handbag, I know. random stuff yeah it's all good
1: yeah so that's i'm bringing that back
0: bring it back lovely <laughs> yeah rightio dude review time what we got this week
1: yeah so moving on with miracle day torchwood and we're on episode six and this one's called the middlemen
0: they're calling them category ones and from what i've seen don't ever let them call you that the minute you hear category one you better get the hell out of dodge because they are going to burn you this isn't a hospital this is a concentration camp those ovens are waiting for all of us
1: you're never gonna find her she's
0: dust oh jesus
1: i'm with torchwood and we're going to expose everything that's going on here. Tell me
0: who's behind this. I've been trying to find out. There was a Dr. Juarez on the site, right? Well, someone burned her alive. People will stand trial for crimes against humanity.
1: Come on. Ah! This is the truth. For the whole world to see.
0: Ooh!
1: Ooh Gwen riding off on that bike. Boom. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. so it's with then cracking through Miracle Day this is this is episode 6 right I'm pretty sure yeah it is yeah so yeah. this was first broadcast in the US on the 12th of August 2011 and then we got it in the UK on the 18th of August 2011 and it was written by John Shiban. it was directed by Guy Ferland. stars the usual cast uh, John Barrowman Eve Myles Mackie Pfeiffer Alexa Havins Kai Owens unfortunately um, our good doctor is no longer with us. She was, uh, uh, as you remember from last review, she was she was left to toast yeah. at the end of the last episode. So Vera's no longer with us. So slightly reduced cast, and the synopsis is with Gwen Cooper, Rex, and Esther trapped on different sides of the Atlantic. It's a race against time as Jack Harkness goes straight to the heart of the conspiracy. Mm. Which reminds me, we've got a very cool guest cast for this one. So we've got Ernie Hudson, Mm. uh, which is very cool. So Ernie Hudson um, playing Stuart Owens. We'll get onto that scene in a bit, or those scenes, should I say. So we're over halfway through now, dude. Episode six. We've said over the last couple of eps that nothing really is going on. Stuff is going on, but it's not. At the same time, if that makes sense, it's sort of plodding along, a wee bit filler, not really getting to the heart of the matter. Um, And what's different about this episode as well, actually, is we have no um uh bill pullman's character no uh no uh redhead pa woman those two are not in this one at all so it's a bit of a different vibe this one but do you think um we're picking up a bit now what do you reckon to to this one dude
1: Yeah, I'm not sure we're picking up. It's still a bit of a filler and a plodder, but um, I did like the fact it was slightly different this week. For me, it made it more interesting. So no Oswald Dane, uh, no red-headed PR woman. Um, But we did get some new characters and also new settings. Uh, So we got the beginning bit in Shanghai, which I thought was quite intriguing. Uh, We get, uh, what's he called? Ernest Hudson's character, Stuart Owens, is introduced. And I yeah, I was really pleased to see him in it because i don't remember him being in this series so that was cool I, I immediately was like hey ghostbusters you know so i yeah i was dreading watching this episode because i i'd sort of read our i'd read our listeners reviews which weren't particularly positive or some of them weren't uh saying it was a real filler episode um i saw a wiki that it was a real filler and i thought oh no another another episode of real filler but i was sort of pleasantly surprised in a way because I, I thought this was not a bad episode. It um, it, it progresses just another little bit more. It doesn't really go that much further with the story. But um, I like the fact we had a change of setting. I like the fact we had some new characters introduced. I thought there was sort of plenty going on, although it wasn't moving the story forward. There's plenty going on, like Rex being captured and the torture scene. And, and uh, who's the guy who was torturing him with the pen? He's quite a good evil character actually although obviously Esther's taking him out now so we won't be seeing him again um and uh, yeah so for me this wasn't bad i i thought there was enough going on to keep me invested in the episode, uh, I liked all the sort of new things that were thrown in this week. I, I thought it was good that we didn't see Oswald because, you know, we've had quite a lot of similar scenes of him. So it gave us a break from that. It just felt like something a little bit different this week. And it, it wasn't the strongest episode, but um, because of those new things. And I'll be honest, I wasn't like some of the episodes this series so far where I've been really bored in the middle this one did keep me engaged. You know, the stuff with Gwen and Reese, you know, they, they they were being a good double act again this week. Um, and, uh, the you know, the stuff with Rex being captured. There was enough going on uh, that I thought that this wasn't a bad episode. So, yeah, I say pleasantly surprised. It wasn't amazing. But considering what I'd read about this one, I was expecting it to be a really dull episode. And I, I don't think it was. I think it was quite quite good in some ways. Yeah, certainly one of the more watchable ones, I would say i see so yeah Very not nice. bad yeah. yeah i mean in in the scheme of miracle date which so far hasn't been a great series this for me was one of the more entertaining episodes i would say
0: okay yeah that's a good that's a good summary dude and um before we crack on i just want to apologize i've got my window open a little bit because it's so hot and the area that i live there's a bajillion dogs and ultimately, at any one point in the day, there's at least one or two of them that are yapping their faces off. So apologies, listener, if you can hear that. But um, yeah, that's a good summary, dude. I think it's um, uh, it's it's definitely a, it was definitely a better watch than the last two weeks for me. Because in the last two episodes, um, it had that same kind of overall feeling that, that you got afterwards, where there was quite a few bits going on, quite a few things happening we had no no progression in the overall underlying big thing. Like, what is this miracle? You know, what is the, mm. who's exactly behind it? You know, what's Corp exactly got to do with it? And so we still have no answers to those things. But I don't know, it just felt like it was a much better paced episode and it had a lot more, I don't know, it felt like it had a lot more at stake in this one. Mm. I think maybe because Vera died at the end of the previous episode, we know that, it's not one of those um it it's not one of those um episodes where or sorry, not one of those t v shows or series where everybody's alive at the very end and you feel like there was no stakes and there was nothing to fight for if that makes sense, so I think with Vera dying, it now feels kind of real. it's like, okay, these guys can actually be you know killed, and you know it, no one's safe, so I think that's that hit home a little bit, and then, as you went through the episode. There were some very very cool scenes. Much, I don't know. It, the, John Barrowman was much better in this one mm-hmm, than he has yeah. been for me the last couple of weeks. Especially that scene where he sat down in the restaurant with Stuart Owens, Ernie Hudson's yes. character. Yeah, that whole, you know, the those two were very good together, and Ernie Hudson's so cool, very underrated actor. He's not just, you know, the Ghostbusters guy. You know, he's on. He's a really really good um actors and that was really good between those two and then there were some some really great scenes with the guy you mentioned colin the the director of this concentration camp, as gwen names it these uh overflow camps and um so they're freaking out basically aren't they so him that guy colin and there's also one of the soldiers ralph between the two of them they're freaking out because <laughs> you know colin killed you know he murdered vera he didn't only shoot her but he threw her into the oven and she's gone. And and so Ralph is then, uh, he's now freaking out because he's got, you know, his guilt all over him. He's like, oh, we're going to get caught. You know, this is awful. We shouldn't be doing this. So he's sort of growing a conscience, you know, minute by minute.
1: Um, I'm just laughing because Ralph, <laughs> I've made a note about Ralph, has to win the award for the most over the top. Bad <laughs> performance. I mean, has that guy ever worked again since this because i couldn't believe his uh sorry fred cola <laughs> is that how you say his name um, um he was so yeah. <laughs> he's like he's really the director said to him you know you gotta freak out you're really freaked out and he bless him he does go for it but oh my word <laughs> all the way through he kind of was taking me out of the story a little bit his acting was so o- ott mm, um, but i found it bit. quite
0: amusing <laughs> yeah that one liner as well you know when he shoots colin at the end so there's a. Uh, The scene at the end where Esther thinks that she's "quote unquote" nobody can die, can they? But she thinks Mm. she's killed Colin, Colin, and then when she when then he you know comes back, you know he starts to strangle her, and Ralph shoots him, and that one-liner, you know, this has all got to stop.
1: Yeah, yeah. You think,
0: come on, Ralph, come on. Oh dear, you've got this, dude. So yeah, I I see what you mean. Yeah, Fred Fred uh, Cola, Cola um sorry if we're butchering that name yeah it's um yeah so that, those two that i really like the the interaction between those two you've got colin who's clearly a bit of a nutcase right so he's mm. clearly a little bit he's
1: unhinged and he?
0: he is unhinged yeah because he's very very deranged in that again at the end of the episode where rex is chained up he's been captured and he thinks he's getting through to him he thinks he's getting through to colin he's like look, look at the tape Obviously, Colin already knows because he's the one that's murdered Vera anyways. But mm-hmm. Rex is like, look, you know, you and I can stop all this. Just look at the tape. All the evidence is on there. And then he has this weird moment where there's has this mental switch in his head that goes off. And then he starts to torture him, sticking the pen in his wound on his chest. Yeah, that's you know, horrible. That horrible, yeah. yeah. So those things are very cool. And then also um esther actually comes to life a little bit in this episode so throughout
1: yeah, she does finally
0: yeah so in the yeah. last few weeks you and i have said that you know she's not terrible but she's sidelined a little bit here and she's not really great there and and stuff so uh alexa Havins, she um she comes to life not only the good fight scene that she has with colin at the end but she's poking around a bit more she's she's got the cute little bimbo smile on you know to fool everybody in the office that she's just a you know secretary and stuff like that so yeah she's she has a, a better episode as well so overall dude I thought this was a, a a step up from the last two maybe three episodes I think
1: that's that's why I'm surprised because it's episode six um, it wasn't getting good reviews I probably shouldn't read the listeners reviews before I watched them actually I probably should read them after um, but uh, yeah I just was expecting this to be a really lull of an episode like that sort of mid past mid-series lull and um i think this is probably one of the first episodes in this series where i haven't sort of reached my phone too much i mean i've really struggled at this point you know there's been good moments but there's been a lot of a lot of sort of padding and talking and going over the same thing where i've just like looked at my phone and checked you know whatsapp and stuff and this one there were good moments and I, i didn't find myself sort of um reaching for my phone within the first five minutes, for example. So, that you know, the, as I said, the stuff at the beginning with the chap in Shanghai and he's like, he's so horrified by what he sees, he jumps off the building and you're like, well, whoa, whoa, whoa what? what's going on here? You know, that stuff. The stuff with, um, uh, sorry, who's he, the other guy with the pen? that is at Colin. Uh, Colin. The bit where he's got the camera and he's, he, I, I just assumed he was going to wipe the footage, didn't you? I thought so. Uh, or destroy so, the camera. Yeah. Or destroy the camera. And I thought, again good moment of suspense there what's colin gonna do what's why is he getting that pen out i mean that was quite gross that bit i didn't really get i think that was a bit gratuitous in a way i think that was literally there to make you squirm i don't know what he thought he was gonna do with that pen but there was do you know what i mean there was good moments like that. i mean like you said even esther turned from like shy mouse into this badass like when she picks up colin where did that come from? Like, <laughs> you know, up until this point, she's done nothing. She's been like a really boring character, and she suddenly, yeah, she suddenly turns it around. So she gives uh, Colin a right proper beat. Gives him a she, good idea, yeah. Yeah, she gives him a good island. Um <laughs> So there was some, yeah, I thought there was some good moments. And as I said, Gwen, uh, Gwen and um, Reese get some great moments, don't they? They're working together again, and... There's some good comedy between those two, which is great. It sort of almost felt, to me, almost like a sort of um, a regular episode of Torchwood, because that's the thing. I think one of the reasons we struggled with Miracle Day such so much is because it doesn't really feel like the Torchwood we know and love. It does feel so different and detached. This almost felt like a, a regular Torchwood episode. You mentioned the bit with Jack at the table. To me, that is classic Torchwood. Jack just sitting down being you know a bit clever he's got that girl on his side you know although we did get that scene oh my god I thought of you I thought when Jack walks into the bar and instantly the bartender fancies him and we get that exchange and it's just like oh how about I how about I come round with the coat and all this and I'm like oh my <laughs> god Slapped do I yeah how is Jack irresistible? What aftershave is he wearing? Um, so, yeah, I did think of that. But that's what I mean. But anyway, going past that scene, the bit where he's talking um, to uh, Mr. Owens at the, you know, the table and stuff was great. And then the guards burst in and he's managed to disappear. It just felt, yeah, it felt like a bit of the old Torchwood um, in many parts of this episode, I thought, which really for me uh, was much needed because I think if we'd have had another really poor episode by episode six i mean you know it would make this a really hard series to get through and i'm start. i don't know about you but i'm invested enough at this point to want to finish this series you know I'm, I'm quite invested in what's going on it's not been a great series up to this point and it's certainly been a slow burner but i am starting to get intrigued by some of the plot threads now and i'm I'm sort of well, I'm looking forward to finishing it in two ways I'm looking forward to finishing it because it hasn't been a great series, but I am also looking forward to getting to hopefully some sort of conclusion with this series. so this episode helped to drag me into it a bit more i think i'm i'm sort of <laughs> I'm hesitant to say enjoying mm-hmm. it, <laughs> but I'm certainly enjoying it a lot more than I was two mm-hmm. or three episodes in
0: same exactly the same dude yeah yeah, hesitant to say it's it's going to be onwards and upwards from here but you know um yeah it's definitely a it was definitely a more intriguing watch and a more enjoyable watch because there was um two or three very cool key scenes and not only the ones we've mentioned but there was a really cool um uh, so gwen's really focused on getting her dad out of this overflow camp And Mm. she sends Reese off, doesn't she? So, those two are very good in it, as usual. So, she sends Reese off. She's like, no matter what happens, you have to get him out of this camp before 6 a.m. because at 6 a.m., that's when they're moving them to these modules, AKA the giant ovens. And she knows Mm. her dad's going to be murdered. So, um, you know, Reese turns up with the truck and he's like, I don't know. My boss sent me here. He's like, because he's like, what are you doing here? It's only 5 a.m. He's like, I don't know. Well, who's your boss? Oh, Captain Jack Harkness. <laughs> and then whoever that guy talks uh, speaks to on the phone, I don't know what happened there because he's like, Well, apparently you've been given special order. So maybe the name flagged up or something, I don't know. Yeah. Um but then Reese is like crapping himself. I think the cool thing about that scene is that he's crapping himself for two reasons. Number one, he knows he's got a, he's up against the clock, right? He has to get Gwen set up. But secondly, he knows that if he doesn't do this, Gwen's gonna kick his ass big time. So yeah, he's scared of I know, it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um yeah, he's scared of the uh of the repercussions if he doesn't get that done with, with Gwen. But so those two are very cool in as usual. They've this they sounds weird, and listener, you might make sense of this, but to me, Gwen and Reese are like the the only remnants of the Welshness of Torchwood because up to this point Torchwood has always been very uh, I wouldn't say quintessentially Welsh, but, you know, it's been set in Cardiff. It's always shot around Cardiff. It always has Welsh extras mm. in the cast and stuff. And now because this is very US Americanised, those two are like the last bit of any sort of Wales East, of, you know, sort of stuff going on. So I love those two. You know, they're very, it feels like they're the most down to earth out of all the cast, if you know what I mean, because they're still, yeah. you know, they're, Although Gwen wants to muck in, and you know, towards the end of the episode, she does have that little video call with Jack, and she's like, I'm back in the fight, you know, I had to sort this thing out with my dad, but you know, I'm back, everything's going to be cool. And um, so she's back into it. But until that point, her motivation has just been, I need to save my dad, make sure Reese and the little one are all good. So those two are the most grounded, I would say, because the rest of it is this big circus, this big old, big conspiracy thing, so i like those two those two are very cool in it
1: it may, helps to make it feel a bit more um grand on scale as well doesn't it because you know when you're just having all these things happening in cardiff um this is supposed to be like a global event so having scenes set in the u.s and in cardiff i don't know it just makes it feel like yeah that's all happening over there and it's also happening in wales and the uk it just helps to sort of uh make it feel a bit bigger on scale i think mm-hmm. and they are such a great great double act i need you to clarify something though because i may have got this wrong but there was a great scene where at the end gwen gets on the bike and blows up a building it's a real like yeah go gwen because she's such a awesome character it's such a kick-ass moment but what was in the building because I, I was like that's not full of the patience is it she hasn't just blown up all the but i may have did i did i drift off and miss something there what was that building she blew up it was, she didn't blow up all the dying patients did she <laughs> uh,
0: that no, can't but be it,
1: right I must have got that wrong
0: no but it was Um, she finds she finds explosives in the camp and she's like oh yeah sweet I use these so yeah. it's it's the building that she blows up is part of the overflow camp but it's not the part where all the patients it's are
1: the pa- yeah I was going to because yeah. she wouldn't yeah right because yeah, it was cool. a good scene but then I suddenly thought afterwards there weren't patients in that building <laughs> no, no, <laughs> you know was, great uh, scene and all but yeah. yeah
0: yeah so that was the bit where um yeah, she. Uh, that was very cool. That was like, oh, uh, it's kind of like a Lara Croft Tomb Raider sort of moment mm. for Gwen, that bit. Um, very stylized, like the the little donut on the bike and, you know, yeah. screaming tires and stuff. Um, so that was cool. And then you had a little cheesy line from Jack. He's like, that's my girl. That's my yeah. girl.
1: <laughs> but that's what I mean. Again, that feels <laughs> like the old torture. Do we know and love those sort of big, over-the-top well, you know, punch the air moments, yeah, like, go Gwen, you know, it's like, that's, I think, what the series has been missing, really. Yes. Uh, little moments yeah. like that, so... A little yeah. bit. It was
0: good. Um, just want to jump to the end while we're talking about Gwen. I felt like that was back to front, her reaction at the end. When she's in the bathroom, she's put the lenses in. Mm. So this is where she's blown up part of the camp. She knows that her dad has been supposedly off to safety because Reese escaped the camp and blah, blah, blah. And... um the she lands at the airport so she's flown back over to the us she lands at the airport and there's a thing on the on the speaker system that says phone call for gwen cooper she goes to the phone and it's only one word that some mysterious person what it says is lenses and she's like what lenses Mm -hmm. so she goes to the bathroom she puts the i fives in those cool lenses where she can receive text messages in her eyes and stuff and it says we have your mum we have your husband And we have your daughter and she's like, she's obviously, you know, what the hell? But then her reaction to the next bit where she's like, well, what do you want? You know, what do you want from me? And then it just says, um, deliver us, Jack, I think it says. Yeah. And she sort of jumps back crazy and like against the wall and stuff. And she's really flipped out. To me, that was a one way round to me. I I, I don't know about you, but I would have thought that that reaction would have been more appropriate. I've got your kids. To your kids. Yeah, yeah, I've got I've got your kid, I've got your family, and then when it got to you know deliver us from Jack, then she should have turned more badass, like, okay, mm. it's on now, sort of thing. So I'm not sure what that was about. I'm not sure why um, why that was directed and she was directed that way by by Guy Ferland. Um, maybe you can clear that up. But it seemed no. to me like her priorities were the wrong way round in her reaction to that bit.
1: Yeah, I think they they yeah definitely, and I think it's probably just done to give the cliffhanger that, you know, that's the bit that happens before the cliffhanger. She just jumps back and it's OMG moment. Um, I have to say, again, this is the first episode where um, I wasn't biting at the nail to put on the next episode, but for the first time, I could have quite happily watched the next one, if you know what I mean. So, like, this is the Mm. first time I've actually felt like I wanted to watch the next one rather than, oh, well, I'll leave that for next week sort of thing. Um, Because the next time trailer as well, i don't know do you get it on because you watch it on
0: yeah yeah so yeah, yeah.
1: so the next time trailer looks blimmin brilliant Crazy. actually gwen's yeah. like giving jack a right uh having a right go and she's like what have you done now and all of this sort of. mm-hmm. and i thought i thought god that's you know that looks pretty good i mean i don't know it might turn out to be rubbish but it, the next time trailer was really good the Cliffhanger was decent, and it, and I thought it was a fairly decent episode. So I'm like, God, are we finally sort of getting to the point where I'm enjoying this series, and I actually could quite happily, you know, put the next one on. So, that yeah, it was good. But I, I know what you mean about that moment. I I think it's an uh, editorial decision to try and make the cliffhanger a bit stronger. But the reaction, yeah, it does seem like it should have been the other way around. Because it yeah. makes it seem like she's more worried about Jack than... Mm-hmm. her kid and her family <laughs>
0: so, yeah 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 and i
1: agree with you with that But i think it's just an editorial thing that
0: yeah you're probably right dude and i think the only possible logical thing is that she's more worried that somebody actually knows about jack rather than yeah that sort of thing maybe i don't know but hmm. so i don't want to take anything away from the episode it wasn't you know i just thought that was a bit sort of upside down but um before we wrap up then um I just want to talk about Ernie Hudson's character, then Stuart Owens, because that was yeah. a. I think he was very just a solid character to plant in this episode. Because in a way, I was worried. Because remember, back in episodes one and two, possibly three, I think we had the what looked like this managerial dude, the head of the CIA, whatever. Yes. You know the guy from Jurassic Park.
1: I was going to mention him. Yeah.
0: And I thought, oh, is this just another one of those where he's in it for for a minute or two, and then he. Either gets killed or we don't see him again. But he actually plays, uh, plays a, a, quite a pivotal role in it because he's the one that Jack thinks he's onto him and thinks he's about to crack the case, right? Because Jack is like, okay, we've tracked this guy down. He's, um, you know, clearly knows what's going on and he must know what this miracle is. He must know something. And it turns out he doesn't. He's just as inquisitive about this as Jack. So they're kind of fighting the same fight in a weird kind of way. Mm. Um, Stuart wants to find out exactly what Firecorp is up to. Jack, obviously, and Tortured want to know what's going on. So they're kind of in the same boat to a degree, but they're very different people, obviously. And um, I I feel that that Ernie just really got... You know, sometimes actors, even just small parts like this, sometimes you just feel like they've read the script and they get it. They know exactly what's required of the character it feels like it's not forced, you know, they, they, they know what what the crack is. I feel like Ernie really did that with this one and um, that scene where him and Jack are in the restaurant, you can see the two mind shifts in Jack as he's talking to him because Jack is adamant that he knows more than what he does. So he's recounting like all of the steps that he's made to investigate what's going on. He's like, look, I'm in, you know, I've I've got this lead, but it just leads to nothing and there's just, company within company it's all hidden and and all the rest of it i'm trying my best to find out and then jack at the end is like okay fine you know so and then that alludes to the title of the episode because his character Stuart basically says look i'm just the middleman you know i you know i'm the guy that sat there trying to figure it out there's people below me doing stuff there's people above me that i have no clue about maybe you can tell me and jack's like well i don't know that's why i'm here talking to you about trying to find out so i loved that scene it really kind of almost got you to the point where you're like oh excellent we're going to find out what's going on a little bit more here Mm. but then it sort of slaps you back down it's like nope we're still not going to tell you exactly what's going on with fire corp or anything like that so i thought that was really really cool and ernie hudson really played that that really well so i really liked his character dude very cool
1: I did as well, and I, I, I'm glad you mentioned the chap from Jurassic Park, whose name I completely forget, of course. Um, but, um, yeah, I was worried because I was thinking he's he's a great actor, that guy. Um, see if you can find his name while I'm waffling. Um, but, yeah, he's a great actor, that guy, and he's only literally been in it for, like, 30 seconds, and I assumed he was going to play a big part in it because I thought if you get an actor like that, surely he's going to have a big role. Uh, he might come into it before the series finishes. I don't know, but I'm starting to think that's all we're going to see of him. And so, yeah, I was a little bit worried that uh, when Ernie Hudson was at the start, that that was going to be his only scene. I thought, oh, is that it? Is he just come in to play that sort of minor character at the start to set the episode up? So when he did come back into it and his character, it was good because his character was quite rounded as well. we get, we sort of get who he is almost straight away, don't we? He's sort of a bit of a player and there's something going on between him and the secretary. And Jack uses that really well to trick him into giving him information. So again, a, a nice little bit of writing there. And it was just great to see Ernie Hudson in it, you know, yeah. properly, not just sort of um popping up as like a cameo.
0: Yeah. So no, yeah, so cool.
1: but I did I did have that same worry that he was just gonna be like this minor little two second roll, and i was so yeah it was good and he was great yeah it's great to see him in it
0: mm-hmm. yeah it was cool yeah and lastly what did you what do you think the the guy saw at the beginning because Stuart phones this contact in shanghai and mm. and says uh and says look firecorp have bought this land years ago and the paper trail sort of ends and i've no idea what they've built there what's there. Yeah. So i need you to go and investigate. And um, so that's a guy called Zeng uh, Yebao. And he sends him off to investigate. And then we see him break in. He goes through the gate. And again, it kind of fools you, the viewer, into thinking, oh, cool, we're going to find out what's on this bit of land. And then it's quite tragic, really, because he, he phones. Stuart phones him back and says, hello. And he's like, well, you told me to phone you. What have you found? What's going on? And he's like, nothing at all. There was nothing there. And then he jumps off this skyscraper. Yeah. And commits suicide. So whatever he's seen in that area, in that land, has obviously just completely destroyed this guy. And he thinks he'd be better off dead. Yeah. So, so what, any ideas, dude, what you think that is?
1: No, I haven't got a clue, but again, it just it's kind of what um the series has been missing, that it gets so it throws in a a mystery, but it also ups the you know the danger, the danger element of it is like, whoa! What has he seen? What is so bad that he's, you know, jumping off a building is a better option? So yeah, again, I just like the intrigue there. But no, I've no idea what it is. No idea what it could be at all. And mm. uh, the problem is, we'll either not find out or it'll be something a little bit disappointing. I mean, what can it be that would be
0: so? Wow! Well, I can't think of anything
1: that would make me jump off a building to be honest.
0: Yeah, I'm trying to. Uh, I'm trying to. Um, revitalize the old memory cells to go mm. to go back. When I watched this years ago, and I can't. In a way, I don't really want to to remember too heavily. But mm. I, yeah, but it, whatever it was, it's enough to send this guy um, to his death. Yeah, um, voluntarily, but, which is scary. But
1: I've no yeah. unless it's like zombie humans or something that you think, God, I don't want to end up like that. Mm-hmm. So I'd rather kill myself. I don't know, but it was. Yeah, it, it, was it added a bit of. Um, mystery and danger to the episode which I liked uh Wayne Knight is the guy mate that I was trying to think oh, of yeah. from Jurassic Park yeah, yeah uh I don't it's really weird actually I was um that name means nothing to me I didn't think that was his name because if you said Wayne Knight I would say who but he's been in loads of stuff hasn't he so and I'm sh- sure anyone who likes Jurassic Park will know
0: loads we were yeah. talking
1: about but that's not a name I was expecting I thought when I read his name I would know it because <laughs> he's been in loads that guy
0: yeah hasn't he yeah so loads yeah
1: whether he'll pop back up, um, we don't know. <laughs> kind of hope he does. He's a good actor.
0: He is. Yeah, he is a good actor. And again, a bit like Ernie Hudson, um, we don't want to recognise him as just, you know, the dude from Jurassic Park. From, from, uh, from the dude from Jurassic Park. Yeah, he's been in loads of cool cool things. So,
1: What's that comedy that he was in for years? Third Rock from the Sun? Do you remember that?
0: Oh, yeah, that was so funny, dude. Oh, I used to love that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, wow, I might have to rewatch that. Well, I'm thinking
1: of the right thing, aren't I? Yeah, I'm sure he was. Third Rock that, from
0: the yeah. Sun, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. Great, great show. Very
0: funny, yeah. Okay, dude. Um, Spoken about some characters, key scenes. I haven't got anything else on my notes, buddy, unless you've got
1: anything. Uh, no, I don't think I have actually, really. Oh, the bl- I've just got the blessing written. Down of course, for, sorry. Very yeah. random. Yeah, yeah I just wrote the blessing, which is something else that's been thrown in, another little mystery, um, another little breadcrumb, so. Yeah. yeah what do you reckon that is
0: yeah so that to me i'm not sure that um because that was revealed uh, again in that very cool scene between Stuart and jack where they're at the restaurant and th- i think that's the last i think that's the dead end that stuart has got to i think with this he says look the only thing that i've been able to to get out of all of this is something called the blessing and he's like it mm. comes from some some order of ministers somewhere so that to me sounds a bit like a like a religious thing still like they're carrying on with this miracle religious aspect of things, but I've no yeah. idea dude. It's, it's another little, but I'm glad you mentioned it because that was very cool. And that's, it feels like that's now a lo- another little breadcrumb that they need to start looking into and stuff. But that was kind of cool.
1: Yeah. It sounds of cool. Like I guess I haven't got anything else on my notes apart from um <laughs> the, so you don't get to see these, but on the, on the blu-ray, uh, as I said to you before, Russell, T Davis and John Barrowman do these intros well I'd already been sort of slightly put off by the listeners comments about this episode and then I watched the little intro that these guys did and I just thought oh dear this is going to be terrible because the talk about trying to give it the hard sell I mean I can't really explain it but I think anyone who's watched that little 30 second intro will know what I'm saying They, <laughs> they are both trying so hard to be enthusiastic about this episode that it just comes across as oh dear <laughs> they're like this this week is is great uh you're gonna love it um we've got action uh we've got explosions <laughs> uh, and i'm like oh dear it's gonna be rubbish isn't it because you it's <laughs> just yeah. trying so hard um but oh, no, no. I, yeah anyway I, I was thought it was all right but it's a shame you don't get to see those intros mate they're so bad
0: <laughs> i've seen them before so i know there exactly you have, yeah. what you're what you're talking about well i see most of them yeah it's um yeah, US listeners, please put your fingers in your ears just for, for a second, but that's such an American thing. to Do they do that? To, yeah, I mean, it's it's the kind of thing that you see when they have like press junkets and oh, okay. another, like when, when you see actors go off and promote films and new TV shows and stuff like that. It's the same kind of thing. It's like, you guys are going to love this. You know, we've got this, <laughs> yeah. we've got that. Got a bit of mystery. You'll have to tune in to find, you know, it's just that run-of-the-mill like yeah 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 so uh it, it's cheesy but yeah whatever
1: but barryman looks like he's in his hotel room it's as if they've just gone in and said john we need you to do these intros now And he's like oh my god you know get the enthusiasm up come on it's probably the day you know when i met barryman and he, he i put a photo in front of him and he went oh i hate this photo of me and i'm like oh right he says oh i was really tired that day Oh, I'll sign it, but I don't like it, and all this sort of thing. And I thought, I wonder if it was the day he filmed all these because he looks blimmin' knackered.
0: <laughs> Probably out on a bender the night before.
1: Yeah, and they've a, a camera crew have burst in and be like, "Right, let's get these intros done." And he's like, oh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh god. Yeah. I might watch them just for the crack, you know. Just uh,
1: yeah. Do it. Yeah. Oh god.
0: But, okay, dude. I'm
1: sure there was one missing that, unless my, unless my player didn't play it but i'm sure episode three didn't have one which is really random
0: okay now i think <laughs> i might all got be one. wrong yeah. i might
1: have accidentally skipped it by mistake but i'm sure there was one episode that didn't have it
0: Okay, strange oh weird <laughs> so the blessing then yeah that's the last little yeah, maybe the bit, that is. last bit of the puzzle but okay right yeah then let's put a score on this i think it's me to go first so oh, i'm for- actually going to give this a seven yes out of 10 i think it was uh it was a, a good watch and a better watch than what we've had the last few weeks the last few weeks we've scored them a six and a six and a half so i think this is definitely warrants a, another step up another point up to a seven it was uh nothing crazy nothing too too uh, amazing in terms of uh torture that we've seen before but yeah a, a, a decent watch yeah
1: yeah i'm i'm a seven as well for exactly those reasons i just thought it was the first episode, really, in the series where I haven't been bored pretty much throughout. Um, it, it had stuff going on and uh, some new characters, new settings, uh, some new mysteries. Um, performances were pretty good. Um, yeah, I, for me, it was a, a good, a decent episode. Yeah, nothing amazing, but but yeah, I, I quite enjoyed it in many ways, yeah.
0: Good, good. Well, let's hope that continues, dude, as we get through the next mm. four episodes that it sort of picks up. Uh, from here Uh, so a seven from us then which is cool and we have no comments on the facebook we did have a few on twitter though so let's go over there tracy rowe uh author and poet says miracle day is what happens when americans get hold of a brilliant british tv series and turn it into beep and i'm an american oh tracy Oh,
1: oh thank goodness for that
0: wow so no score from tracy but i think it's pretty clear that she's not impressed with torchwood thus far
1: Okay. Yeah, nine poo emojis out of ten.
0: <laughs> but do you know what, though, fair play to Tracy because we've said this, you know, for, for since the very beginning, since we started this podcast, when we've asked um, all of you, all of you, for your thoughts and reviews and scores and stuff, it, it's we much prefer it when you've actually got something that's prompted you to get in contact and that you're you're not indifferent. So mm-hmm. it doesn't matter if you hated it or whether you loved it. It's very cool that you've got you've made the effort to actually fire up Twitter, get in contact with us and do that. So thank you very much, Tracy. But yeah, Um, let us know, Tracy, if this is just this episode or whether you feel like it picks up a bit or, or whatever. But thank you very much for that. Sam Dooley says, much like the title, a very middle of the road episode. The whole season moves forward just fine. And the entire story as a whole feels so filled with unnecessary side plots that deeming this episode as well-paced, quote-unquote, is quite the backwards compliment. So a five Mm. out of ten. Okay. Middle of the road from Sam Chippy T says, I've retitled this episode, Treading Water. Not much happens, which is immediately followed by even less happening. Thank the Almighty for the sequences in Wales. There is better to come, though, but don't hold your breath. Five, just for Gwen. (laughs)
1: <laughs> good old gwen
0: another middle of the road and lastly will sanger says this might be the worst of this storyline yet really Esther makes some really illogical and stupid decisions and proves to be utterly useless <laughs> gwen and reese are strong but barely in the story and the gravity of the revelation from the last episode feels too splintered throughout
1: mm,
0: okay oh dear will so i think you guys mm, not really feeling this one no not thinking it are they not digging it no mm. okie dokie so middle of the road scores from the listeners seven from us um as i mentioned at the beginning of the episode we're away for the next two weeks but when we do return we're back to classic who and dude what have we got then
1: yeah so we've got a, a, an absolute classic uh third doctor story we'll be reviewing the silurians
0: the silurians
1: yes third nice. doctor. we haven't seen him for a while have we uh
0: no we haven't seen old, uh old ruffles no uh, for a while have we? So um okay. Um when's the last time I saw this one? Oh ages ago. Oh I'm I think years. Yeah. Man. Years and years. So it's gonna be great to revisit some Pertwee. it's gonna be good. Uh how many parts is this one? Is it six, four, six?
1: It's either six or seven. Six I can't seven. remember. Jeez. It's quite a long one, isn't it? Oh, it's
0: seven, dude.
1: Is it seven? Yeah.
0: Wow. Oof. Wow. <laughs> there we go. You guys have got two weeks over two weeks to uh to get all seven parts watched. So yeah do that (laughs) (laughs) okie dokie and on that uh, on that note I think we'll wrap there dude for episode
1: 361 alrighty
0: you thank you thank you so much for listening to another week of the big blue box that was episode 361 thank you very much to those of you that got in contact with your scores on torchwood the middlemen bit of a middle of the road one that so we'll we'll see and keep fingers crossed that, uh, that it picks up uh, as we get through the series the next time that we're back as adam said it's back to classic who and it's doctor who and the silurians a third doctor action so that'll be cool so get your dvds out get your brick box fired up get those watched as usual we'll be asking for your thoughts and scores out of 10 etc in the meantime make sure that you are following or subscribing to the podcast in your fave podcast app just do a search for the big blue box or you can find us over at Big at bigblueboxpodcast.co.uk there are links there to all the things we're on the socials to instagram twitter and facebook give us a like and a follow we chat doctor who and all the other things actually throughout the week torchwood sarah jane adventures all that stuff come and get involved we do that over on the socials and we have a free discord server with even more doctor who chat so grab the link on the website hop in there and come and chat doctor who with loads of other cool doctor who fans also remember to check out my co-host channel over on youtube it is of course it is of course the geeks handbag
1: geeks handbag yeah go and check out my new vid and i'm also on all the socials facebook twitter and instagram
0: on the gram as well yeah so go and do that love the gram Indeed, Right, so yeah. We'll be back in a f- uh, in a few weeks' time. We'll we'll keep you up to date on the on the socials, though. But until then, uh, my name's Gary. My name's Adam. And remember, a. <laughs>